Let's go. Hello and welcome to another edition of MMA Uncaged, proudly brought to you by Ginger Fox Coffee, guaranteed to make you as clever as a fox. Check out gingerfoxcoffee.com for more details. This is episode 23, I'm told, by our technical team, so we've doubled our quota. Many people expected us to, to knock out at 10, but we're up to 23, so well done, boys. Joining me as always, the fine gentleman. Justin Ferrier, and of course, another fine gentleman in Gareth Soldier Boy McClellan. Gentlemen, let's start off and talk about what's been happening in the news. And I think there's obviously big news around Khabib officially retiring. Is this a surprise or is this what we expected? I mean, it looks like Khabib's mom won at the nonsense. end of the day. Nonsense. Nonsense. It's Absolute official. Nonsense. Dana said it's official. What Dana says sometimes what? is official. When you, have, when you have Dana White, his manager, and himself having dinner together, they have cooked up the master of all plans. When have you ever seen nah? Ah, uh, I don't buy it. Like a Mayweather retirement. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see what happens. It's a Connor, a Connor McGregor retirement. He's yeah. too young to walk away from it. Uh, first of all, um, as much as as much as Khabib wants to. Um, say okay it's time to move on and it's his mom's wish and 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 which is all respectful but the warrior that's built within that side inside that guy he's it's he's never going to be at peace he's not walking away going okay it's time i'm too old um he's walking away because there's no one to beat him there's no one that he can fight i can almost guarantee you if chanda uh wins the next bout uh he's 100 percent going to start calling out uh um, Khabib, and that's going to be that's going to be built up in the MMA news, and will that drag him back? I mean, who knows? Because that's Chandler against Oliveira, hey, and that should be very interesting because Oliveira's he's that guy's legit. He's what, you, what is your opinion of him getting one fight and going straight to a title shot? I think it was always the plan. I mean, it was always part of a UFC's agenda with him, and I think they were trying to build somebody that could compete with Khabib on, the, on in the wrestling aspect. I think if you look at the fighters that are in the UFC, yeah, amazing. There's an amazing group of fighters, but just on a wrestling, jiu-jitsu, combat martial arts style, there was no one who could compete with him. Chandler's very much that guy. He can, he could potentially wrestle with uh, with Khabib. Also has this really shocking knockout power that I mean, he really only has to hit Khabib once. We've seen this time and time again. Khabib, uh, Khabib has to get hit, you know, uh, before that actually happens. But it, it just posed an interesting threat because Chandler is the type of guy that I don't think would be scared of getting taken down. He would plant his feet. He would try and time the time the punch, the knee, whatever the case is. I think he can set the same pace. He's as, just as conditioned as what Khabib is. I mean, who knows? Uh, Maybe I, just Khabib trying to free up the division. See what happens. Maybe even if yeah. everyone's, maybe they can defend against somebody else. Let it happen and then come back because there's no way they're going to. If Khabib says, "Right, I'm going to fight," they're going to get an. He's going to get an automatic title shot. Yeah, he's going to get an automatic sellout. Yeah, that's maybe. You. Yeah, maybe you said I'm going to take two years off. Maybe that was the whole thing. I'm going to take a couple of years off and see how I feel. Yeah. 
Well, I mean, it's it's interesting. You guys were talking about Connor. He's he's obviously had something to say about the news. He said mm. uh, the parting shot. He said, "Never forget who came in the game and made you." That's Connor. He made Khabib. Mm. Khabib maybe have something else to say about that, but but it is interesting, and 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 maybe it is about taking time off and and because there's a lot of pressure, I imagine, like not just coming from you know the UFC, but his fans. He's got an army of fans. He's an icon in his country. Maybe that's the pressure he wants to escape from for a while. I don't know. Maybe yeah, there's, there's a big UFC in Moscow. Maybe there's a, a big UFC, and then all of a sudden he has to just arrive. Look, from the it doesn't have Conor McGregor star power, but he has star power. Listen, I, I do believe from a mentality point of view and, and a decision-making point of view, he is the type of guy to say thanks, guys, and, and buy himself and leave because, you know, that's just how disciplined that he is as an athlete. It, it's just a, it's it's kind of almost too odd in, in out of nowhere. Well, I wouldn't say out of nowhere. It's kind of been a build-up, but... Um, yeah, I just I just don't understand it. He's definitely there is definitely still challenge out there for him. I don't think that it is said and done. I don't think that there's he he can walk away going oh well I've beat everybody that there is to possibly beat. I mean Chandler all of, all of a sudden throws a different name in the hat who came in walked through the number five getting an opportunity at number one for the vacant title. If he wins, he's the champion. Uh, there's no dis- there's no disputing that there's no taking that away he's now the champion what does that do to to Khabib's legacy yeah that, that's interesting yeah <laughs> well look but, but, but if you look at Khabib Khabib is very much a legacy guy he's the guy that he 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 would want to walk away with the mindset that there was no one that could compete with him is it a marketing ploy? Does he believe that Chan is not good enough? The, way I, the thing that, like, why I'm agreeing with you here on the, on the maybe a marketing ploy is that he teased on Twitter or whatever social media is like, send location for dinner. And it was like, why would you tell everybody you're having dinner and then retire? Like, it's, it is... It's marketing 101. No, I'm retired, I'm out. Thanks, guys. Keeping himself me. relevant. Legacy. Legacy yeah. video. Oh, yeah. look how great the the Khabib is, and 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 and. Look, look. Le- I I just think there's 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 so much more to the story. To yeah. be honest, so much more. Well, we'll follow uh, it closely. I, that's for sure. I mean, at the end Connor of the day, comes back, he, yeah. he beats Dustin Poirier. He's one. He wins that fight. All of a sudden, it elevates himself. He goes on. He fights whoever wins. Now Connor's the champion again. He's just got that star power. The champion's back. Wow, wow, wow. I mean... I said something the other day. He's like, I beat a, I beat a washed out uh, cowboy and did 1.3 million pay-per-view and like the next best is like 800,000. Yeah, he's, he's a media and monster. People don't have to... Like watching Connor, apart from the Connor can be part, people don't actually worry about who Connor's fighting. No. It's just, we want Connor. Are you watching the Connor fight? Spot and on. That's not Spot on. All right, guys. Uh, we'll follow that one quite interestingly uh, going forward. Um, let's just recap what happened last weekend because, you know, Leon Edwards has been making a lot of noise for a lot of time. He's a very talented uh, fighter. We know he wants his title shot, but came up against Bilal Muhammad, dominated. Let's be honest. I think he dominated Muhammad, uh, was, was, was handing him a lesson in MMA, and then 
led to this unfortunate eye poke, or it was more of a thumb poke. Now, Justin, you were saying that this has prompted people to even consider changing gloves, because what, what's your take on this? A few people are coming out, fighters are going, well, why don't you change your gloves? And like I was saying off air, I was like, it's like your girlfriend saying, let's go to Spur for dinner. Uh, you say to her, let's go to Spur for dinner. I don't want to Spur. You like, you just analogize gloves to taking your girlfriend to Spur. What are we doing in this conversation right now? (laughs) <laughs> I don't think it's a word, but I, I know what you're trying to say, though. But it's it's like okay, excuse me, I have been punched in the head a few times. <laughs> yeah, if you let me finish. So Decorum, the floor is yours. The floor is yours, yeah. sir. Uh, it's like seriously to me. I say to Sarah, let's go first place. Like I don't want to spare. Okay, cool, babe. Where would you like to go? I don't know. Well, unless you offer a solution that is equal or better. We're going to spur. So, like, my thing is that, cool, um, you can't say in this, while you're texting, we can't say in this day and age <laughs> that we are not open to changes. But it's got to be relevant change. Like, we spoke about it. Some people, one person proposed the pride plate, which is very heavily padded on the front. None of it hides the thumb. And what are you going to do? You can't put the thumb behind the fingers or break the thumb. Yeah, exactly. You can, what you're going to do, like, even if there's a fully wrapped thumb, that part of that glove can still get in the eye. Like it's, I don't know, maybe there's a glove designer out there that can change it. I'm open to anything. But they're four-ounce gloves. And you I still have your it. digits extended either way. Well, exactly. They changed the rule set for John Jones because he would eye-poke everybody, so you can't outwardly push your fingers into an opponent's eye. But what are you going to do with the thumb? The thumb is perpendicular. So I don't have an I don't have an option as an answer. It is like it's at the moment it looks to me like it's one of those unlucky things. I don't think anybody, unless it's a grappling scenario, I don't think they use the thumb other than official called Argard in a grappling. But no one's going to do it in a strike. No. It was like an unfortunate position because Leon was throwing a kick and measured it with his jab, his arm, his hand, and. But I'll close the distance, and that he, he kind of sort of came into the film. I don't. It, it certainly looked unintentional, and it's just one of those things. Yeah, soldier like, boy. Your is thoughts? The yes. I just want to tell you, if you read there on the word, there is analogize. Thank you very much. That's just in case we. Well, <laughs> did, did you did you actually? It officially actually is the word according to uh, according to the internet. And that's not okay. Urban Dictionary though. I was made to feel like I was crazy at a stage there. Thank you, Justin. <laughs> what, <laughs> no, is, I, what do you I, think I, about I the gloves? <laughs> I agree with you. No, listen, I agree with you. The 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 poking thing is such a it's such a tragedy. If you look at the fight, you look at that guy. He had he had been this guy's been on and off for fights for two years, I think, on yeah. the run. He's been yeah. trying to pull in an opponent, gets his opportunity to fight. He's a guy that delivers time and time again. Leon Edwards is a guy that is always he's, he puts on phenomenal uh, performances and he's oh, cheapest. Uh, performance. That's another word. Might have to Google that. Performances. Performances. Right. Performances. Let's just have a Google um, here quickly and see. <laughs> 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 like, I'm going to take a call, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And, Sorry, uh, carry on. He's, um, 
he, and, and he delivers. He, he, he's never the favourite. He's always he's always the underdog. He comes to say something in that he, scenario of there being a no contest, even though he's ahead, it's kind of like you don't get to say if there's not a rematch. It is a no contest because you can be winning up until the time you lose. That is the but reality. But if you look at the eye poke, eye poke wasn't a an actual extended finger eye poke. It was off the face of a, of a punch. So, but you you finding a rematch is not your job. Your job is to see what the bosses say about that because it is an unfortunate event. You can't say I'm going to fight. No, listen, fighters. Hey, listen, that's how you build up your own your own stock by keeping yourself relevant, talking about things that are are relevant at that stage, calling for things. I mean, a good a good fighter has a good marketing team. It's kind of that. I mean, I don't think Bilal should be should be too much because he was getting hard. Yeah, look, like, but he, he won. But there's no loss to his name. Yeah, but this is why I say, no isn't it? Isn't name. it the fairest way to solve this is to have a rematch? I mean, it's maybe calling out for the rematch and saying it's definitely going to happen. But isn't that the fairest way of because it was unfortunate, it was unlucky, even though Bilal would have probably seen. lost. Look, I mean, I don't think it, anybody would really object too much to uh, to a rematch. It, it's just 100%. It comes down to what Leon Edwards wants. Does he say to himself, okay, well, do I want this fight? Is it really something that I need? You know? It's a hard sell for me, to be honest. I'm not going to wake yeah. up before I'm going to do it below one. No, no. I'd really like to see Leon Edwards have a really, really what big name in the world's division. Guys, and they're like you, Fekka. This is what you said about me, and they start slapping me. I get a heartache. And then, <laughs> Jay, like, you said this all the time. Jay, I have seen you defend yourself on many occasions. It's not going to be that easy. He's it's capable. Eh? He's, he's capable. You are capable of um, investing in something. Uh, Good for twenty seconds. You can analogize the situation and then be capable. And I'm going to all right, boys, let's move along. Um, obviously, we're very excited about this weekend, uh, starting with the prelims uh, in Vegas. JP Bass against Bruno Silva. And it's been an interesting journey for JP Bass because at first when he got into contender series, it didn't go so well. Three years, came back, uh, earned himself a contract, and now finds himself on the same card as his wife. Hey? Three years in between. Yeah. 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 Amazing. No, listen, listen. Kudos to him for one because he stuck to his guns. He didn't allow anything to uh, sway him from what he wanted out of this journey. He's pushed in the direction. He he moved. He moved his family. They moved back to the US. He went to another team. He, you know, obviously is still in contact with his local team. But he made the changes. He decided what he wants. He made the changes and he went for it. And he's now got his opportunity in the. Uh, the UFC. I saw a picture of him. He's looking. He's looking in an unbelievable condition. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, uh, JP, has always been a very mentally strong uh, kid. Uh, it came through in his wrestling when he came through to FFM originally in the beginning. And you know, it was towards the end of my my time there. Um, he was this young kid who was uh, exceptionally talented, but he had this really strong mind. You know, he he knew what he wanted. He learns unbelievably quickly. Um, he's that guy that doesn't need a lot of 
Um, but didn't he wrestle his whole life? So he's kind of like got that discipline from young. Yeah, he wanted to well, be yeah. a rugby player first and then did wrestling to try and get stronger and that changed him. He wanted to be an Olympian and he's always had that mindset of wanting to be a champion, the best at what he does. Am I, am I right here, Gary? He's a, he's a multiple South African champion. I think he's uh, in wrestling. He then became a UFC uh, EFC champion. I think, and wasn't he double? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Double yeah. division? Like, same as Igu Kabeza. They... Him and Texas brother, they just wrestled their whole lives and have got 20 championships under their belt. Yeah. 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 Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal athlete. I mean, he is, really is. Uh, physically, he's, you can see he's built like a wrestler. Um, he has that impeccable work ethic that comes from the wrestling pace. Um, and then, obviously, with his time at FFM, you know, they they were the guys that always pushed the hardest. I mean, he was around Don. His, him, DeMart, and Don were his his main uh, uh, training partners. So, I mean, you, you obviously know that they, those two guys work ethic and what they put into the sport. Um, yeah, he's, he's exciting in that. Uh, I, I think he's going to do really well in the UFC. He's a, he's a confidence guy. Uh, JP's the, and a lot like, like a Drickus, you know, uh, am I, what can I do? You know, it's, it's this big step up. I'm in, now I'm in the mix. I'm at that level. But I think once he puts away his first guy and realizes that, look, you know, I'm, I'm definitely 100% belong here, he's going to soar. Um, tough, tough call to be on a card with your wife. And uh, I mean, that, I mean, as I never. They even said they've had some, like, there's been some iffy moments in the household because they're both grumpy. And they're yeah, both... imagine both weight cuts and dieting and, oh my goodness, and training. Yeah, oh man, listen. The emotions to, to go through an emotional uh, the emotions of a fight, especially as your debut into the UFC. Because I mean, it's your debut. You have to you have to pitch up. There's all that pressure and stressor, stress and stressor. Oh my goodness! I'm just pulling out some pillars today. <laughs> We're not keeping score at all. Eh? Three three nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No. Uh, I, interesting. I would have. I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall in their home to see how that all panned out because I think there was <laughs> must have been some heated conversations. G- Gareth, and the uh, UFC uh, teams uh, have latched on. Sorry, yeah, right? Karen, they, they latched yeah. on to that, that husband and wife. Yeah, combo, eh? they're making yeah. history, yeah. eh? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, well, yeah, they're doing it now. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, listen, it's a big thing. I mean, it's it's the first time that it's ever been done. Yeah. Um, it is a very unique uh, environment. I think the law, the, I mean, there are quite a few guys uh, in, or, or ladies in the UFC whose husbands fight as well. Um, but not and, debuting in the same court. Yeah, no, no, look, and not at the same time. I mean, that's, it's... Didn't Ronda Rousey... I have been boyfriend and girlfriend. Yeah. There may be... No. Who, uh, no Ronda Rousey's not. married to um, Travis Brown. Uh, Travis Brown. Uh, there was before that there was... Uh, that was on the same uh, card, though. Misha Tate and Brian Carroll in May, when they were dating, may have been, not Brian Carroll, it is Brian Carroll. Yeah. Brian, uh, anyway, yeah. her boyfriend at the time. She's not, they don't got arrested for stealing her four-wheeler. Anyway. <laughs> 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 Grand Theft uh, Auto. Rose Lemonius <laughs> is with Pat Barry. They engaged, I think. He chased him from the corner, remember? But yeah. I think, yeah. I, I can check if... Uh, if they fought Misha Tate and Brian fought in the same car but, but, but again, not husband and wife yeah Gareth no. I want to find out when you were cutting weight when you were grumpy training all hours that sort of thing like how do you 
sort of react in that family in your home environment because I know sometimes you're away with your camps but a lot of the time that you need that support that you know Mrs. McClellan I'm going to tell you I'm going to put that for you he's got a very nice wife who is his biggest fan and he would he owes a lot to her she's a good woman yeah, listen, look, I, I must say I was very fortunate um, in, in that space of cutting that. My wife was uh, very much online with what had needed to happen. She was, the food, uh, rehydration, all, all that went mm. with it, she was 100% invested. So um, it made it a lot easier. Obviously, I had ki- kids as well, which is it's difficult because, uh, I mean, uh, my son was, pretty, oh, look, he was three years old at that stage and he doesn't understand you're coming home, you're tired, you're sore, you're hungry, you know, so you can't, you can't be like, oh no, you just have to leave me alone or mm. give me some time or whatever the case is. He wants that, he wants to wrestle, he wants to play. So, it, it, you, you have to be very, very aware of your surroundings and who's in it. Um, but that comes with experience, you know, mm. I mean, I'd, I, I was at that stage, I was 20 cuts into uh, my weight cut, you know, so I knew my process, I knew what my body was going to feel like. Um, I think in the earlier days when I first started cutting weight and first started thinking it would have been extremely difficult because yeah. it's, you know, I, I took it hard in the beginning part of my career. Um, as a, as a, let's say your, uh, years got on, you know, I, I managed to understand, okay, this is what I'm going to experience. This is what that that time is going to be like. And then how do I process the emotions? Because, look, in that period of time, the emotions are, are they just running wild. There's no, you can't, you can't prepare for them. You're hungry. Your body is responding to the fact that it's just hungry. It's also responding to the fact that it's achy and it's it's now really below its threshold in terms of weight. Um, you've got this hardness of this fight coming in. And uh, for me, it was weird. The, the actual fight zone, the fight period of, of me processing my fight and my opponent, that week before the actual fight was the most intense for me. Yeah. You know, because... Once the day came on the Saturday, it was like, it was, okay, it's fight time. And everything just went away. And it almost just clicked into that, okay, we're ready to go. Everything's been prepared. I've made weight. Um, it's the morning. It's time to rock and roll. So in that week before, it was really like an intense moment for me in mm. that my mind was racing. I was full of all these emotions. Um, and and then when I was fighting for the title and I was defending the title, it was, it was just that much more magnified it was 50 times more than what it was when it was just a normal fight yeah so i i think it look they still they they still how do i put this they they very experienced but they're still very inexperienced in their fight career Mm. um so it could be quite a quite an interesting um space for them and then just how do they respond to each other in that time would be yeah. kind of like, you know. Another ah, level, I'm man. I'm Okay, so Shayan is up against Manzarat Ruiz and she's on the main card. I mean, that's yeah. quite something. I mean, literally, you know, JP on the prelim and then, then Shayan. And Shayan's shown that she's she's really got something uh, exciting and special about her. I mean, we know she can strike. We know she can she can grapple. She's formidable. She could potentially, I mean, in what, 24, 25 years old or something like that. So still very young, as Gareth has said, in, in her MMA UFC career. 
very interesting to see what they if they're on par in terms of uh, should it be more because of main card, but it'd be interesting to see what they. I wonder if they if they bumped you up on on a let's say you you move from the undercard to a main card, Gaza, would they change your pay? Would they change your pay? Or do they give you the same what you've no, been contract? No, look, it depends on your signing contract because your signing contract is set at a, at a base fee. You would obviously negotiate your uh, your first initial fight, and then it goes up in, in instruments until such time you become increments. Four nil, eh? I went four. Yeah, yes, right. Yeah, increments, not instruments. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Even I'm just glad he's other side. <laughs> you know, this is a virtual thing. <laughs> you did, you did start attacking my uh, my schoolboy uh, school education there. Um, I apologise. Okay, so we can't all go to Glenwood. <laughs> no, you can't. No, you I mean, Glenwood, Glenwood, Glenwood was just a was a, a pillar of the community. Uh, I have my name on the board. School. The bone of contention. But you when should you have your name on the board. Glenwood was. Uh, I really should, but I haven't done it. It was questionable. Let's put it that way. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Leave the hockey to pay for the gold paint is dead. I think so. Yeah, so, oh, so. You had to stick with a sock on the end, and he used to lean on it. I promise you. And those boards were like four or five meters up. It was. It, you needed unbelievable. Yeah. Eh? So old school ladder, and he had this. I promise you, it was a stick with a ball on it. Yeah. And he leaned on it and painted. Unbelievable. Anyway. Just to give you some context in case you're listening from the USA or anywhere else in the world, thanks very much for joining us. But uh, Justin and I went to a school called Glenwood, which is by far the best school in South Africa. And Gareth oh, went to goodness. a school called Durban High School that was really second rate. But fierce rivalry I, I, goes back over 100 years. I, 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 do, I do want to say that when I was there, um, Glenwood were unable to uh, topple DHS yes. on the rugby field. That was true. That's true. I think yeah. the only, I, I think the year that you beat us, Greg Manning was playing fullback at. Uh, he was playing fullback. No regulations around that. Yeah. Yeah. But two great schools, uh, proud history in South Africa of generating and producing world class sportsmen uh, like Gareth McClellan. Was that I lived right across the road from Lynn. Yeah. Yeah, like, we still need to discuss that. My door. <laughs> not my door. Not my door. So you drop up the hill to go to another school. Yeah. What an exceptional choice. Listen, it would be interesting. I, I, th yeah. I think in terms of South African schools, who's produced the most successful MMA athletes? It's got to be DHS with Soldier Boy. Dallas, oh, no. Dallas EFC. Jealous to Jacoby. Yeah, African champion. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I mean. You double champ. Where did. Uh, there's two from. Uh, what's his name? Uh, from Yak. Uh, Kes. Kes. Who's that? Yeah, what did. What, what did. What did. Andrew, what school did Andrew go to? Fansale. Parktown. Parktown. Yeah. Uh, Chad and, and Andrew are both from Parktown. Yeah. And then. Uh, Drickus. Where did Drickus go to school? We know he went to school. Wherever he wants to. <laughs> 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 Wherever he chooses. by the way, got his visa. I believe he's on his way yeah. to the US. So what is, when is he fighting? Is that Lovely. in April, right? Uh, I imagine. Uh, but he got bombed now. But uh, listen, I, I know we're shining. There's an A-list here. 
But there's also other South African. Cameron Monkeys fought last night, unfortunately, he lost. He fought on Brave. Okay. He took an elbow and got dropped. So when he was shooting, we were actually six. discussing that today in the yeah. with the Pro Commission and uh, discussing whether or not he should, whether or not he should actually uh, lay a complaint or lay a, a formal. Just through, just what happened there? Uh, sorry, Gareth. What well, completely illegal strike, yeah. What, what happened, uh, Justin? Just for those who haven't so seen it. Was, was, so he shot him for a single leg. He had the legs, and he was he was looking to drag him down with a single leg. But it was a twelve-six. Okay. Oh, no, it was, was a twelve-six. Uh, it was like a two. No way. I'll yeah, see you. It the was first. a twelve-six. I watched it. Yeah, it's okay to be wrong. So, I watched it too. So, <laughs> so I tell you why it's not a twelve-six. Look at the place I watched it, and I watched. Did he hit him in the back of the head? Hit him on the ear. But he, the thing for me is that he's holding his hand up over his ear, which okay. I mean, he hits on the left ear. Well, he the back of the, he hits on the left ear, but he was his right ear was hugging the leg, so it's impossible. No, his hand. Uh, uh, you see, when he was holding, the he, he was holding a single leg. He put his hand up on his. He took the first one. He put his hand up on his ear to cover his ear. The second one caught him on the back of the head. Who are you going to complain to, that, bro? Ah, oh, listen. Uh, I mean, it, it, it is what it is uh, at this present stage. I mean, it's it's they unfortunate. They don't even fall under the rules of MMA. They've got their own weight classes. They they obviously have rules that are very similar to you, but the fact that they've got different weight classes means that it's actually not the unified rules of MMA. Interesting. Uh, I saw this bill. I'm going to send it on the group of this. Yeah, yeah. please do. Please they, do. Are, they are um, owned by Wood uh, Sheik. Uh, I can't pronounce it, but I've met him. He's a right. He's a good so, yeah. Iranian uh, yeah. Yeah, royalty. Yeah. 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 I don't respectful because uh, I can't. I can't yeah. say the whole thing. Um, yes, Bahraini royalty. Um, there was another guy on the card as well. They've got their own combat. It's headed by Dick Locken, and uh, he's a northern Northern Irelander. Um, and a good guy, uh, but they just they fall under a different format. So like. For example, what you are part of and what we are part of, we fought under and, and work under the unified yeah. rules. Yeah. The biggest, but like, like one has got their own rule set, and so does so does Brave. Yeah. So it's a jurisdictional thing. I didn't see it as illegal. Anyway, but um, that's okay. But another yeah. person who had visa problems was Zach Badat. He was meant to fight on UAE Warriors. Okay. And he yeah. had visa couldn't get in. Because of the, the strain from in South Africa, they can't. The quarantine is too long. He was already meant to be there. Yeah. No, it's, but what he yeah. did was he completed the process. So he weighed in, I think today, he weighed in himself. He just said, I started. This is out of my control. But what he did was he did the weight cut. And at the time that they were meant to weigh in, weighed in on his gym, and he made the weight. Okay. So, which is it's a nice sort of complete camp closure. The yeah. best out of a bad. Yeah, um, gender. And, uh, like, who yeah. else is? Yeah, who else yeah, is? Ended in Debra and Cozy. He fought on. Uh, yes, and won massively. And won. Amazing. Yeah. Um, he won the worst places. Um, when is uh, when is um, uh, Bakung up again? Yeah, yeah that's because I know he's yeah. definitely in the conversation for for a title fight. I mean that. Look, I've that, been seeing him train on Instagram that, like a that, savage. That's the one that he had, yeah. Yeah. So soon. Yeah. yeah. It's paid a 
Yeah, we need to get him on the podcast sometime. Gareth, get your phone book out and let's, let's get him on the podcast sometime. I don't think many of the guys in the in- industry like me very much. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, listen, one guy that you do like and who actually likes you after your incident in Brazil was, was Kevin Gastelum. And now he's stepping in because another guy that you don't like, Paulo Costa, uh, can't fight Robert Whittaker. So that's that's happening. Um, Opportunity creates itself. Yeah, and he's the, willing to. And I we, know there was talk about Strickus having put his name in the pot there as well. Uh, he was one of three guys that were meant to or were being looked at for that particular fight. Yeah, that would have been an unbelievable. Yeah, and you almost back when that kind of thing comes, it's almost like it's written in the heavens. Yeah, hundred percent. Jackets. 100% that he's going to go there and do something unbelievable. Yeah. <laughs> it would have been the most exciting thing awesome. to watch. But we like Kevin Gastelum, and we wish him the best yeah. against Whitaker, the Kelvin. Reaper. So, I like Gastelum. Gastelum I mean, is Kelvin. A, is a, I like him. He's, a, he's an unbelievable uh, player. He's won us over. He's won us over because he was nice to Soldier Boy in Brazil. Oh, what a, what a good chap. But Whitaker is something else and, and probably too much for, for Kelvin. I don't know though. Calvin Gaston's the only guy who's pushed uh, pushed Israel uh, Anasoni as deep as what he has. He's the only guy that's really put major damage onto him in terms of he hurt him, he dropped him. I think as well in that fight. I, I think I, I don't think you can write him off. I don't think he's a guy that you can just look no, at. You know, off, but no. it's, you think from a size perspective, possibly. Right, right, at least he's not that small though. If you look at him, he's against Whitaker. What about the height differences? I think on a heart factor, he can wrestle. He's got phenomenal wrestling. He's, that's what his base. That's where he came from. He's an all-American wrestler, um, and he, he comes out of a good camp. He's got an exceptionally good uh, striking coach. Now, let me uh, let me have a look here and see if the heights. I'll get get back to you. Continue there, Gareth. I'll get the heights. Yeah, he. he I mean, he trains under Rafael Cordera, whose list of athletes that he's coached in his life is. Unbelievable. Uh, so I don't know. Interesting fight. I think a, a great, great main contest. Um, and you know, if he if he if he wins and puts himself back in the mix again, it's a good. He he really has um, put his name up in in I would say at the front of the list to uh, to to fight. Um, Izzy again, and then it's again. You know, I, if I look at Izzy and the fight with Jan Bowich. Sorry, Justin, is that... Uh, the, am I boring you here? Are you I'd, have to, I'd have to take you away from your, your moment there. By the synthesis. Are you looking for some big words? By the synthesis. Um, yeah, he's... Uh, if you look at how young beat is he, I think now all of a sudden the... the, the it's the same as Connor. The uh, Connor doesn't can't go deep in the rounds. He can't. He doesn't have the gas tank. He's too explosive. He throws too much, too many power shots in the first part of it. If you can run Connor deep, you really pose a real threat to to uh, to beating him. Is he now? Young showed that if you get on top of him, yes, he was a bigger guy, but he didn't really show a lot of jujitsu or any technical jujitsu to get himself out of that position. How good is, is his game? No one's really put him down. Yes, his, def- his wrestling defense has been great, but when he hits the ground, what is his uh, what is his solution to get up from there with a smaller guy? I mean, that would be quite interesting to see. I think Calvin Gaston's got the wrestling to take him down. Um, yeah. 
Yeah, so in terms of heights, uh, Kelvin is 175 and Whitaker is 180, both in at 84 so kgs. Five foot and I like his big. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's five foot what? He's five foot two. No, he's not five no, foot two at 175. One point eight, so just under six foot, just under six foot, and the other one's about five ten, around about there. Five foot five ten. Yeah. Imagine being five ten and fighting six foot four, uh, and he clocked him. It's like it's like he me off. fighting Justin. Yeah. You definitely win. You're a bit of cardio. <laughs> I want to ask you this: Is everyone excited for UFC returning? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I think, it's, I think it's a great step going forward. I think it's a, a massive uh, win for South African So, so what are some of the fights you think we can expect there? If we can maybe predict some, because I'm hearing rumours of former champions being in the mix. Uh, Graham Cartmel, the matchmaker's phone is ringing off the hook. What are you? What are you guys hearing? There's some interesting fights there. I think there's a lot of guys who've MMA has been out for oh, what are we now? Almost a year. We haven't had an, uh, an event, maybe a year and a half. Close, Close to that, that. Yeah. March 14th was yeah. their event. And South African Nationals was, it was around that time. Yeah. I can't remember. It was a bit so, so busy. But yeah, yeah. EFC 85 will be over a year and a few months. Was it 8th of May? Uh, I, think it's, I think everybody's so hungry for to compete. I think it's built a fire back in a lot of guys I mean I saw tweets from Donovan Hawkey and uh, Wesley Hawkey talking about returns it's pioneers it's, I think those it's, guys I think, I think it's kind of all um, opened up again like it's it's a case of there's no real list of guys who are now running running the divisions because the divisions haven't been competing I think it's level playing fields because not everybody has had an opportunity to be in the ring fighting and saying okay well, I've been on a I've been on a four fight win streak which doesn't really mean anything when you last time you fought was a year and a half ago so yeah. everyone's going to have the same ring list 100% yeah, it's it, 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 it's it, I've, and I've heard there's some I have heard there's some talk of, of some, some old South African uh, names coming back and some veterans and yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. I think uh, if we can get a lot of those big names back on the cards and a lot of those guys are coming back and competing. Um, I mean, I, I saw, a, I think, the Boyd Allen fighting on the first card. I mean, is that, is that, a, is that a teaser? Is that a, is that a good piece of marketing? Or is Boyd Allen really going, guys, you know, I'm ready. Let's go. Let's rock and roll. Uh, that would be phenomenal to see Boyd back in there. Yeah. Quiet on the boxing front. I've yeah, I've actually fun. spoken to him recently, and and yeah. he he is hungry for MMA. I don't know where he stands in terms of the EFC right now. I know that he's targeting an international uh, organization, but he I think the boxing's on the back burner for now. And now it's all about MMA, and, and it'll be amazing to see Boyd Allen on the card with a CFC 85. It'll be great. Yeah. He's a great talent. A great bar. I really enjoy him. Yeah, listen, I think it would be a, a massive thing to see him back in MMA. Uh, mm. I think, I think. I mean, I, I know that all the fighters, I, I know all of the A-list guys that were kind of not competing, taking a step back, have all been like, it's time to go. Let's go. Get us a fight. I want to fight. I want to fight this guy. So, yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe, maybe we see some some old names in there. I mean, there's a lot of guys I know I would definitely like to watch fight again. 
Um, who would you like to see? I mean, who like let let's oh, like, man, I'd love like to see, who would you I'd like? Let's see. see. I'd, I'd love to see a guy like Iga Cabeza fight again. I just think he's the, one of the most underrated guys on mm. in our in our um, stables. He's a guy that I truly, truly, honestly believe can be in the UFC um, and do exceptionally well there. Uh, there's a lot of young talent coming through. Um, the guys, hey guys like Chad Hanacom, who's been out and haven't had the channel for fighting for a long mm. period of time. Great to see him fighting again. See what he's done. How consistent he's been. Um, when is he fighting? Um, Kamar back in the mix as well. I would. I would, I would definitely be front row to watch that guy compete. He was always an exciting guy. His discipline and his work ethic. And if you've watched his the time that he's been out, he's never stopped. He's staying just as yeah. focused, uh, just as switched on. I think the UFC has also become a much more of a reality now, with a mm. lot more guys getting signed into the UFC. So, uh, whereas before, guys were like, "Oh, can we make it? Is it an yeah. option?" I think now all of a sudden it is a real option. Yeah. Not only that, is there's there's large promotions around the world that are signing South Africans, and guys are getting paid good money. But you have to be fighting. You have yeah. to be competing. Uh, EFC back on the mix gives the local circuit an unbelievable uh, lift in mm. terms of thing. We know what a great promotion they are. So, and guys are guys are hungry. I mean, look, I, I, if I take a look at myself. I haven't 14, 18 months, but I know how I feel. Like I'm, I'm hungry to fight again. It's been, it's been such a distant thing. It's been something you watch on TV, yeah, and then you see it again, and you become a fan, and you are now, and then you go, hang on, this is where I used to live. It was my world, yeah. you know. So, uh, uh, interesting. I think, she's uh, man. Uh, I think there's something. Demi Garimba. Now, Timber Garimbo, exactly, hundred percent. Yeah, Tim's. Yeah, I mean, I know Tim's is knocking on the. He's asking for uh, the middleweight trap. They uh, might. Gideon Trotsky would be a great yeah. guy to watch again. And Adam Speechley is flirting with a return. Yeah, we've uh, had him so on the show. Zach, you mentioned before Zach Badat, also a guy I uh, definitely like to watch. Uh, watch fights. The um, what's his name? The man oh. in South Africa. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Ojewale, she's here. Yeah. That would be that would be awesome. That would be awesome. I, I think that there's so much talent. But before we, we wrap up, let's quickly just pay attention to the main event at UFC this weekend. Uh, Kevin Holland against Derek Brunson. <laughs> I mean, as Holland has I been very active, and I think he's five on the bounce or something. He's, he's been uh, something like that. He talks I, a lot. I, <laughs> I, was, I was watching his, his highlight reel. Come on. He talks you into a sparring match. That's what he does. Who, who has? Uh, and if anybody understands grappling and 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 top game, who has Jacarai in their guard? And he's telling him he had a dream about it, <laughs> and then knocks him out. <laughs> no, he, yeah. he he walks the talk, doesn't he? And and talks the walk and whatever, and just does a lot of talking <laughs> and delivers. But but he delivers. Yeah. And he's, He's, he, he's got an incredibly good skill set. It's not like he's this wild guy. He, I mean, he really looks the part. I think it's, man. Do you think, think Derek Brunson? Listen, I think Derek Brunson's resurged by his last win and his move to uh, to Henry Hooft. I think he's yeah. uh, on a rise. He's a very dangerous guy. We know that. He's got power. He can wrestle. Um, Do you think he sees? Uh, Kevin Holland is a disrespectful 
as he shouldn't Kim be Holland fighting is this a guy. New guy. He's a new he's a new division guy. He's a new he's one of the new kids on the block. He's uh he's a new breed of MMA athlete. They didn't learn to box or they didn't learn to karate or they didn't learn to do jiu-jitsu. They MMA fighters. Yeah. They have this full skill set where they are they can do everything. They can grapple, they can wrestle, they can kickbox, they can box, they can do taekwondo. It's not a it's not like oh I have to go for a taekwondo lesson or I have to go for this lesson. They train across the board, but their skill sets is made up of different facets of different types of martial arts. And they're confident. Yeah. They've just got this unbelievable confidence in themselves. I like him. I think he's he's new. He adds a new flavor to that to the middleweight division. Trailblazer. Uh, he's yeah, he's a guy that can I mean, he, this is a guy that's fighting Tiago, gets kicked in the legs, oh, that hurt, gets on top of him and says, I'm sorry, I lied, and punches him in the face. Yeah, he, he's entertaining, that's for sure. Yeah. No, that, and that, I think that's what the sport needs. I, need, I think they need guys who are who can do that kind of thing. Um, I think we need a, another Connor, another talker. Um, but, you know, I don't, he's not as aggressive in his, his approach in terms of the way that he slanders people. But, any guy that can get into a fight and talk to you for for 15 minutes and hit you at the same time is a special guy. Definitely. <laughs> How would you have reacted, <laughs> Gareth, to someone talking to you? Would have driven you mad? I watched, The thing that I watched, though, in the fights, and I was watching in these moments when he's talking, you, guys are getting sucked into it. He, he almost downplays what you're doing. It becomes like, oh, my gosh, it's you, it's Jacara, this is amazing. Oh, you know, and then you, you kind of become into a, a, a playful um, playful uh, kind of sparring scenario. And he, he kind of lulls you into this uh, false sense of security that, oh, this is just a, this is a cool kid who's enjoying the moment. Let's kind of, oh, let's make it a show. But then just turns the heat on you. Yeah. You can't for one second allow him to control the fight. And he controls the fight by the way that he speaks to guys. It's the start. It's a, it's unbelievable uh, mental warfare and uh, a warfare in its own. I mean, he and it really seems, can't. Seems unplanned, but it's probably very planned. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. He's not. It's not a like oh oh unless he's just a rogue who's just enthralled by every moment. Is like yeah and speaks to you and doesn't realize what he's doing, but he's sucking you in. I mean, you almost saw it, it was Jacques Rai. Jacques Rai was like, oh, I was having this dream. Jacques Rai started laughing and was smiling and kind of didn't pause. Then he, was was gonna, then he said no, and then he got smashed. Yeah, <laughs> like you can't switch off. Yeah, You can't allow him to, to desensitize the moment, and that's what he does. He desensitizes the moment. And but Brunson almost, doesn't yeah, I don't think Brunson's going to... I don't think Brunson... But, hey, listen. Okay, I can't call anything. Yeah, yeah. Holland has beaten some top guys. He's beaten some big names. So, it's very interesting. I think he's a kid on the rise. And yeah. where is going to be... Where is he going to get a guy who's going to turn around and go, you know, and punch him in the teeth really hard? Yeah. Um, who, who knows? We, we don't know. Uh, but I think it makes for a great matchup. I think Derek Brunson's also a guy who can get sucked into that uh, talking talking trash moments and kind of like showboating. So how does it play out? I think he's an exciting kid. I think everybody's excited by him. Uh, and that's why he's getting big opportunities. Yeah, it's very exciting. Just, uh, I, I, I want to say one thing, sorry, I know it's not on the international scene. But um, <laughs> next month we have uh, our national championships, which is essentially our interprovincials. And then they fight to make the South African team, which will then compete at Worlds. 
Uh, anyone listening, get behind your province. Yeah. Like, really, they need your help. This is an un. It's a. It's it's a non non government funded thing. It is all self funded. These kids and people are the future. Like we talk about all these pros, these guys, these guys have got to start somewhere, and this is where they start. Yeah. So. My baby is KZN and I love it. That's where it started. KwaZulu Natal, east coast of South yes. Africa. Yes. Yes. Okay. Province. Can I get on the coaching staff? Are you qualified? Is that I'm not sure. Nah. We're going to ask you to read something. You're in red. That's DP. I don't know if that's a good thing. We're black and white. That's more like who it. The, who is the Gauteng team coaches? JP Kruger. Um, Good man. She's cool. Coach. And I'm not sure where the assistant is. Uh, Dallas is part of the coaching staff. William is a head coach here. Rana's son is on the coaching staff. Yeah, good mix of guys there. Yeah, formidable. Where are the championships being held? Joe, Edinburgh, seven, wow. eight, nine, we'll, ten. We'll so, come and support. We'll definitely, we'll definitely be there. there. We'll definitely be in there. But support, is, yeah. We can't be there. If, if they, if maybe they'll let media in, I'm not sure. But oh. yes. We are media. It, uh, well, we are, we are media. And we are media now. So, anyway, <laughs> the point is that it's, it's where it all begins. Like, they, follow the, they, they fall under RMF and his world, yeah. which I speak about often, etc. Um, but these provincial guys from every province cool. need help. Yeah, I get a blazer. I want to know if, can, if I can have a blazer. Mm. Or is that the only elite in elite blazer? Well, there's one in my cupboard, but it might be a little bit big. A little bit big. A little bit big. When I've got mine, <laughs> they said to me, there's only two people that have ever worn this. Myself and Quibus. <laughs> it's like a 58 long or something. <laughs> uh, all right, guys, we're going to have to leave it there. Uh, just before we, we do finish, uh, once again, a big shout out to the first responders, all the, the people putting their lives on the line during this COVID pandemic. Um, you know, we really respect you and uh, thank you very much for all the work you've done saving lives. And of course, uh, we've got exciting MMA coming up this weekend. JP Bass, Shan Bass in action, making history in Vegas. Uh, gentlemen, thank you very much for your time. As always, like and subscribe so you don't miss uh, any of the episodes. Uh, this is MMA Cage. We'll catch you again next time.